have two very different and very contrasting readings that we have that we are given today uh, from the gospel and from the book of Job. Our first reading from Job is a strikingly vivid passage on the experience of suffering and the suffering and the devastation that suffering can bring. Now suffering is part of everyone's life but we all know people who seem to have a greater share of it than others. We know sometimes that we can go through phases when the suffering seems relentless. Job iconizes all of these in himself and gives voice to us in these moments. We know the story of Job from being a person who was blessed in every way possible with good health, wealth, a beautiful family, uh, sheep, camels, oxen, large houses, servants, fields and whatnot. He goes to being extremely poor overnight. He loses everything. His uh, family is uh, killed, all his children are killed, he, his servants and uh, others are, uh, are put to the sword, uh, bandits come and steal all of his property, all of his cattle and everything. And not to mention, at the end of it, he is left with boils and sores all over his body. Suddenly he starts being afflicted by sores and boils and he suffers and continues to suffer without any relief. And in all this, he refuses to turn against God. But he has the confidence to say before God what he really feels like. And this lament is summed up at the end in the reading that we are given. My eyes will never again see joy. Today, given our gospel and the lament of Job, I want to focus on physical suffering in particular and the pain and the devastation that it can bring about in itself. Constant physical suffering, such as a debilitating and perhaps painful illness, can leave one without any joy. There is no hope, there is no rest. Job talks about how he goes to bed but doesn't get any sleep. We've all been there. We know how bad it is when, without any sickness, we are just not able to sleep. And what a painful experience that is. But then you're not able to sleep because of the pain. That is very difficult. But it's not just that. He's left tossing and turning, waiting for the arrival of day, only to find that the day drags on so badly, so slowly, that he is longing for the evening, also fully knowing that the night is going to be no better. Everything seems to be set up against you. Nothing seems beautiful about the world. And given Job's bitter judgment of suffering, what is God's answer to it? How do we deal with it in our faith? God's answer seems to be given in the gospel quite definitively. The whole town gathers at Jesus' house with all their mental and physical torment and it says he healed them all. At least from Mark's portrayal of this event, it would seem that Jesus intervenes in our pain and takes it away. This is at least how at least some of the Protestant churches and particularly the Pentecostal churches present things like sickness. This is bad and it cannot be in God's will for you and it is always God's will to heal you. The only impediment to being healed can be a lack of faith. But this is probably on one end, one extreme of a theological view, and it's not something that we can agree with. But on the other hand, Catholics often tend to be on the other end of the spectrum. We, maybe because we have heard that uh, there is spiritual value in suffering, we think, God maybe wants us to suffer more than healing us. It could come from this uh, 
this idea that there of of the redemption in suffering of the redemptive value of suffering it could also be simply our own experience we have heard of others who have prayed for healing and it never came maybe we prayed and we are left disappointed but then if jesus healed everyone who came to him and the apostles did what does that mean was it just a particular time when it happened and it stopped happening after that but there are people all through history and even now who heal and who are gifted with this healing does god heal today and do we dare to believe that god wants to heal us when we go through such physical torment how do we understand it in the light of faith it's worth tracing our steps back a bit to see why this is so difficult to understand first of all in the old testament there was a clear verdict on what it meant to be blessed by god you had good health wealth good relations with others and so on suffering was bad poverty was bad partly this was because for a long time israel like everyone else believed that this life was all there was to live there was only one place to be blessed in this world but slowly people realize that god is real their god is real and he is just so if you suffered some injustice you went through suffering for no fault of your own things were wrong god had to compensate you for that in his justice he had to reward you and he would do so on judgment day he would do so and he would reward in his justice but then with the coming of jesus everything changes even more radically jesus by with the cross of jesus everything can be redeemed even the worst things that we go through even the horrible things we go through our sickness our pain the injustice they can all be redeemed what does it mean it means that god can work things for our advantage the cross was the most horrific torture someone could suffer let alone someone completely innocent yet god brought about his greatest good through the greatest evil that happened on the cross paul says it was jesus who nailed all these powers which were keeping us captive and afraid be it sin sickness disease injustice or anything else and on the cross jesus took on himself everything that torments us the promise of the gospel is that what jesus achieved in the resurrection can be reproduced in our lives even when the worst things come our way we don't need to be afraid because Christ promised to be with us and deliver us through and even in the suffering that we experience so we come back to the question does god heal today and does he want to heal us the answer is an unequivocal yes god does heal today and he does want to heal you and me then what about the suffering being good for us and what about unanswered prayer well good can come out of our suffering physical or otherwise of course and as we heard from the lament of job when we suffer we can see how futile everything is suffering can bring about a clarity about what is really important which we can miss when our lives are comfortable we might be obsessed with all kinds of things about petty things we might have all kinds of petty arguments with people when we are suffering that is the last thing on our mind we might be obsessed with a rolex watch or a bmw or something else but when you're in pain you know this is not going to give you any comfort suffering brings about a clarity about the futility of things around us but also suffering shows us that we are vulnerable which is the case when we are very successful we might think we might have this false sense this delusion that we are in charge of our own world we are in control of everything god is 
how much ever we might have faith in him he is kind of we are we are strong enough by ourselves but suffering shows us we are vulnerable and we need to turn to god we put god at the center of our life often but all of this all of these good things and further peter says in the scriptures one who has suffered bodily has broken with sin and there are more but all of this while we can emphasize this sometimes we can overemphasize this and often it has been overemphasized in the church the result is that sometimes we think that god is pleased simply because i suffer and i'm in pain god looks like a monster but god is our father and he takes no delight in making us go through any pain the evidence for that is jesus himself god the father sent his son to take our sins and our wounds away by his stripes we are healed this is the love of god this is the love of the father he takes delight in loving and blessing us and this is what jesus demonstrated when he healed all those people who came to his door and this is what he wants to do for us today it does not mean that everyone will get healed instantly like what some churches would say it does not mean that you will get healed but when we pray for healing this is the normal thing that we should expect we should have the confidence to say god i want to be healed heal me and when we pray that we can be sure that god takes this prayer seriously he is healing us how we do not know but we can expect to be healed physically and we should expect a lot more of this today a lot of people go to some new age practitioners and reiki and pranic healing and so on and those things are spiritually dangerous they go there because we as a church have forgotten the gifts that jesus entrusted to his body at the end of mark's gospel jesus gives the power to heal as one of the signs for the baptized not just heal he says raise the dead drive out demons and if you drink any poison it will not affect you in other words the church you and me we are supposed to continue the work of the son of god and we should ask god for the grace to move in these gifts it is a sign of god's presence and outreach to the world god wants to heal us and make us whole we can pray for others and we can ask for prayer and even if nobody is there to pray for us when we come to the eucharist we are touching jesus the same jesus who laid his hands on the sick and healed them and today if we ask for it he will heal us and we can experience his love in person